And I'm going to welcome our very special Pastor Marcelo to this platform, this pulpit. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to leave the lights here, then you can have that atmosphere that you can sleep. Because then, with the atmosphere that you can sleep, if I see somebody sleep, I can shout. And then you're going to fall from your chair. And then we're going to know who is asleep or not. Amen? And uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Brother George. Could you do a favor for me? Just go there and give a hug on Aaron. Hey, Adam, not Aaron, Adam, give him a hug. He's his first time here with us. And yes, we thank you. Thank you for, I hope that, look, come back because I'm not the pastor of this church, okay? It's Pastor Samuel. If whatever you hear today, you say, no, I, I will try next Sunday because the real pastor is going to be here. But yes, yes, uh, we're glad Sister Queen is back. Now our team is complete. And uh, Brother Cole is, is smiling like a craze today. You even don't need to tell him nothing. He starts to smile to you. But because Sister Queen is, is here. We have any, anyone that has visited us for the first time? Amen, amen. Doris, please, my wife, go ahead there and give her a hug. Yes, ma'am. Keep your hands up. Yes. If it's man, I send a man. Because I don't want my wife hugging other men. She just needs to feel this arm, see. Now, you, you, you. And, uh, amen. Thanks for coming. Again, please, come back. Next Sunday will be better. And uh, one, more, one more thing, who have been going through youth with a mission and did the disciple training school here in the church? Let, let me see your hand. Okay, Sulaya, come in. Please come in. Jenny, come here. Miss Q, Kenny, please. Milton, você já fez a DTS? Tô chamando todos aqueles que fizeram a DTS. Griselda, please. But you don't count. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They just stay here. Just face them there. Just stay here. So everybody, Gage, Gage, please. Yes. Everybody who did the disciple training school at the youth is a mission. And I'm not going to tell them. Some did like a year ago, two years ago. Some did like 60 years ago. But I'm not going to tell you who. But all of them here have the disciple training school in the YWAM, Youth with a Mission. And Pastor Elias too. Well, I'm glad also Pastor Elias just got his citizenship. And Pastor Elias, yes. And I told him, look, you guys, America, you be careful because the brown people, we are taking over. And if you don't speak to God, so we will taking over this country. All brown people is American now. No. But we are glad of that. You're, you're back. And uh, so see, all of them. Today, uh, I, I want to tell you guys are going to bless somebody. You know what takes to go to do the DTS, to disciple training school. Take a first, obedience. You hear the God's voice say, go and do this school. 
Second, take the support of people, family, church to supporting you to do that DTS. And then you spend five months or six months out of your, your house, from your home, from your family. And you know what it takes. It takes also money. So everybody who goes to the disciple training school, they need money. So the, these people here, they don't need any more. So because they went to, they don't need more. They, they are not a missionary anymore. They are a millionaire. Amen? Amen? Amen. So yes, yes. We got to change that word. It's not a missionary. It's a millionaire. So, but uh, uh, next week, uh, September 7th, a very special girl is going to leave to Mexico to do the DTS. Come here, Mar- Maria. Come here, Mary. Come here. She's leaving to Mexico to do the, her disciple training school. And then I, I would like that you guys here in the front, you guys will pray for her. And also, it's going to go Junior. Mercedes Junior is Griselda's son. He goes there. Stay, stay right, right here. Uh, 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 junior goes to to do do to. The family is happy because they kicked them out of the house for six months. No, but uh, see, Maria, she gonna need our prayers. She gonna need uh, our interse- intercession, and she gonna need the support. So it started with you guys here in the front who already did the DTS. You guys gonna put on her hands money. Don't worry about 500,000 or 2,000. Don't worry about it. you. You just really, that's why I called you millionaires. Okay? So, and then she's going to need something there. And it started with you. You're going to pray for her, but also you're going to sow in her life as one day somebody sowed in your life. And as you do this, and you're going to bless her, and you're going to overcome, and you're going to overflow your support. So after today, after you pray, you don't have to give the money now. Don't fight right now to give the money for her now. But the end of the service, and uh, she's going to be there. Just come here and, and, and put something in her hands. I see this is for you to buy a soap and shampoo there to, to shower. So give something. But I would like that you stand your hand here. And Pastor Elias is going to lead us and pray. Oh, guys, oh guys uh, surround her here. Pray. And then Pastor Leo is going to say something for Maria that we are glad that she's leaving now. No. And, uh, yes, Pastor Leo. Let's join in prayer. Father God, we thank you so much yes. for the life of Maria. God, we bless her with your protection, with your direction and provision right now. We pray that your angels will be around her everywhere she goes yes. at all times, God. We pray that you'll surround her with your truth and your presence and your peace. We pray for her family that stays here, that they'll have the certainty that she's in your hands, God, and she's protected by you, God, and she's, her life is going to be transformed, renewed, and restored. Father God, we thank you for the calling that you have upon her life, and I pray that these next six months of her life will be months that yes. reveal your purpose for her life, God, your destiny, and that you open uh, doors for ministry, yes. God, and, and, and every opportunity that she gets to invest in the life of others, God, will open her eyes yes. to see what your calling is on her life, God. I pray that you just bless her, God, in such a way that she'll be a blessing to everybody that comes in contact with her, God. I pray that you'll just open her eyes, open her uh, heart and her mind in these next six months, God, and that you
you just speak to her in a personal way. We pray that Maria will go and be just filled with your spirit, with your truth, and your presence. In Jesus' name, we thank you for her life. Amen. Amen. Just get her here on the Griselda. She's going to represent her son. We're going to pray for Mercedes Jr. too that he, uh, he is going. So all the offering that you guys get to, to Maria. So Maria, you're going you're gonna to split with Junior. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the process of a blessing. It's split blessing. Amen. So pray for Griselda. She's re- representing her son, Mercedes Jr. Yes. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, thank you for this time that Junior is going to go there. And have this time just with you. He's going to open his heart and his mind to hear your voice. To obey your voice. And then when he comes back, Lord, he comes back and, then, and say the blessings. Say the encounter that he had with you, Lord. We pray for provision, for protection. And in Jesus' name, for all the family too. That they can be here in peace. Because what you're going to do in their lives, Lord, is going to be a blessing and a powerful things that when you call us and send us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give a hand. Give God a hand. Not give hand to God. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's, let's pray for, for them. And um, we're excited. Next question. I'm almost getting the word. Who's here have been baptized in the water? Behind that booth, we have a swim pool there. Let's see the hands. Who has been baptized? Yes, who has been. And he, oh, yes. Okay, keep your hands up. Look beside you if you don't see hands. If you don't see hands up, now everybody's standing. If you don't see hands up, today, this, not going to be today, but this is going to change. This has to be changed in our life, in our church. That uh, one day when we ask this again, everybody's going to raise their hand. And starting today. And what God, uh, with trembling and fear, I'm delivering this word for you today. If you get this, look, you get to receive, you get to retain, and apply. Can you repeat it with me? Receive, retain, and apply. If we do this today, our church is going to change the direction that we are going. Our, your family is going to change the direction that you're going. We will see our, the victories in our sons. You're going to see people saved in this church. You're going to see more people baptized in this church. But if you today receive, Retain and apply. And uh, I'd like to speak with, uh, will you just uh, open your Bible? And if you get this today, next Sunday you're going to start to bring a Bible in the church. If you receive, if you retain and apply. And turn on your Bible in John chapter 5. Nia Rachel, could you please put that John chapter 5? The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 1. And I'm going to go real quick. God gave this. This is a prophetic word that he gave to me. And uh, I have been this this past two weeks. And he gave this word. He changed my life. He changed my, the way that I was thinking.
And then when the pastor Samuel said, Marcel, I'm not going to be here that Sunday. Can you, could you please uh, preach? I said, yes. And, and then today I was there on uh, my office praying. And uh, as I was praying and, and with the fear, and I, was, I, went, I went home. I lived just beside the church. I went home. And uh, I told my wife, please pray for me. I, never, I preach every Sunday evening. We preach every often here. And, but today, I'm, I'm not just, if you could see my legs here, I'm shaking in fear. Because this word is going to change your life. It's going to change my life. But please, again, receive, retain, and apply. You got it? Yeah. No, you're, okay. I, I read here with them and uh, uh, soon they get there on the, on the projector. And you, you have there, John chapter 5. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holidays. Inside the city near the sheep gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porch. Crowns of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porch. On, the, on that, uh, uh, on that as the man lay there, has been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and uh, knew that he had been well for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. And someone else always, someone else always get there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man has, was healed. And he rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on Sabbath. But this miracle happened on Sabbath. But this miracle happened on Sabbath. I want to speak with you very quick. When God makes the things happen when not supposed to happen. This miracle was, wasn't supposed to happen on Sabbath. But when God makes happen in your life when you're not supposed to happen. And I would like if we're going to put a title on this message. Let's see. You are the next. Tell the person that beside you said you are the next. Touch the other person that you barely tolerate said you are the next. One more person, touch that person that doesn't like to be touched. He said you are the next. <laughs> yes. The thing here, the, the, the text that brings us here is the paralyze. The paralyze is a lack of a mobility. Is uh, you be able? Is uh, uh, you, you're not able to move or to function. Many of us have been suffering of that paralysis, some in some way, financially, emotionally, and, and spiritually, and even with relationship. A lot of people is paralyzed on that. The condition here that is, if you see in verse number seven, he said, "No, I don't have nobody to put me into the water." That's why I'm here 38 years. It's the, he, he was paralyzed. The paralyzed when you depend on others. If you depend on others more than you depend on God, you're going to be paralyzed all your life. 
You gotta be perpetual paralyzed. You're gonna define you if you depend on others. You cannot depend on others to be happy. You cannot depend on others to be complete. You cannot depend on others to fulfill your destiny. The Psalm 62 5 says, Depend on God alone. Paralyze. What's a paralyze? Paralyze our faith. Our dreams, destiny, ministry, joy, and worship. That's why now I understand. When Pastor Elias and Sister Chris is, is here, they're sweating and to try to bring you to the altar. They are come here to the altar. And lay a, a, they are, now I know why we see, we see just few people here. Because the other ones are paralyzed. Paralyzed to worship God. Did you see, have a, 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 I think he's six years old boy here today. I was crying when I saw that. See, he was showing me that he is not paralyzed to the worship God. Could you see his hand when he took all my attention? I didn't stop to worship God. I was worshiping him. He was there with his hand in his pocket. And then when he was singing the song and he was doing like this. We should be everybody like this. When you say it's the time to worship, this church should be like turn down all these chairs and run here. You knock down people, I want to get there first. But why doesn't happen that? Because the church is paralyzed. What we paralyze for from broken relationship, you get paralyzed for unbelief, unforgiveness, shame, failure, religious condemnations. We need to, a lot of people are paralyzed because they need to have to be loved, to be accepted. That validation that they need to be affirmed, like, 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 They put a picture and they want to see the like, 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 Paralyzed by fear. Paralyzed that you permit others to define you. If you don't know who you are. People will define you. If you don't know who you are, you're going to be paralyzed. Today's attack, today the, the enemy is attacking you and I with our identity. How many young kids, they don't have identity anymore. They, are, they, they lost their identity as a family. They want to look like somebody. If they see the the pants right here and the boxer right here. They want to do the same. If they want to see somebody walking like this, they like. They lost their day. They want to walk like that. Why? Because the people today, they tell you to change your identity according to your circumstances. Like when I'm happy, I'm somebody. When I'm, uh, I'm sad, I'm a nobody. When I'm mad, I'm somebody that can kill somebody. That's identity that we, we, we need to be changed. You're not defined by your, what's around you. You define what God's spirit inside of you. You're not defined by your circumstance. You're defined by his covenant. You're not defined by what the hell you're going through. You're defined by the heaven you're going to. Can I say this again? You're not defined by the hell you're going through. You're defined by the heaven you're going to. You're not defined by your failures. You're defined by his forgiveness. 
Now, for all my friends in the Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter, you're not defined by the like, 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 you're not defined by how many likes you have. You're defined by the love of one. And a lot of people, they put a picture there some on a Monday because they want to see how many people like. Because they have to be there, be, be affirmed that, oh, I'm somebody, somebody like me. You defined by the love of Jesus Christ, our Savior. With all the religious people that we have today, you're not defining even what you do for God. You define but what God already did for you. He died for you on the cross. It's, it's, you define by Galatians 2.20. No, I don't live anymore, but Christ lives in me. It's attacking the identity of our church. The church needs to rise up. Let the, dim, let the redeem of the Lord rise up. The church, as long as the devil keeps us here inside this wall, I will show to you in the end the vision of our founders. And I have here my phone. I have a picture every morning when, when, I, when, when I sit down in, my, in my, my office. And I have the picture in my phone. I will show it to you later on. I have this picture here. And I read what their vision. But we cannot be paralyzed. We need to fulfill that vision that they have. And you will see today. There. If you, if you want to see, see the vision of this church. It's there on the wall in the foyer. To have a drama ministry. To have outreach ministry. To have a visitation ministry. That you can visit people all week long. To have a school of a ministry. To prepare missionaries in, in training. And send them here. That's is, is one that wall there. And you and I. We are responsible to fulfill that, that vision. Because... Part of that, that, that vision that they have on the wall is already fulfilled. One of us to have many people from many nations here. But uh, what the vision when many people, many nations is here? What are you going to do after that? We're going to keep going down the list. Because one day, when I go there and meet them again, I, I want to hear from them and say, Yes, Pastor, thank you for helping the vision that God gave to me. And God used you to fulfill that. I wanna, when he gave me a hug, he said, Thank you because you helped to fulfill that. But for that to happen, you and I need to take this paralyzed that we are right now. We need to, the, the, the church need to, to stand up, to rise up. Probably whoever going to hear this on the, on the internet. America is paralyzed. And you know that. If you don't know, America is paralyzed. Some people said that is a paralyzed since 1960. Some people right now, even not on the internet. Some people right here. I saw their head doing like this. Yes, it's for you. You are paralyzed. You are paralyzed. That's the way that you did this. That's why? Because you were paralyzed like me. I am a paralyzed. The church are paralyzed. The Americans are paralyzed. If you don't know, if you want to see, a lot of people say since 1960 or since the Civil War, if you think that America is not paralyzed, just turn it on on ABC, NBC, Fox News, Univision, even Telemundo. Say there. 
there's American paralyzed. But the answer, the current situation is not our final destination. If we think that we are paralyzed right now, this is not our final destination. We're going to get there. If you're looking for an answer, we have the answer. The church has the answer. It's not that the donkey has the answer. The donkey is not going to fix it. The elephant did not fix it. Because the donkey cannot fix this. The, the elephant cannot fix America. Who can fix America? It's the Lamb of God who sat beside the right hand of the Father. The Lamb of God. The, the Lion of the tribe of Israel. Judah. It's not the donkey. It's the church. But we need to, to stand up. And rise as a church. But how? If you don't know who you are. If we don't know who we are as a church. But let me tell you. The church. We are light of the word. We are the seed on the hill. We are the people with the word. We are south and light. Not salty as Sister Chris said. We are salt and light. We are prophetic and not pathetic. <laughs> Somebody is. We are the teachers. We are the pastors. We are the children of God. We are the worshipers. You are the ambassadors. We are the children of the cross. We are Christ followers. We are the righteousness of God. We are the word changers and the history makers. We are the fruit of the empty tomb and product of the upper room. We are the bridge. We are the church. But let me tell you who we not at. We not, with all my respect, we are not Google, we are not Microsoft, we are not Ford, we are not business. We are the church, and the gates of the hell shall not, will not, cannot, may not, no way, no how prevail against us. We are the church. We need to stand up. We need to rise up. Let me illustrate this. Now I'm going to get in the word. See, I said real quick. Now let me say, come on, Michael. Ma- Ma- Michael is what? Always when I preach, Michael is my assistant. You don't have to read a book about servant heart. Just talk with him a little bit. He will tell you what servant heart means. That's the man. That's your man. Okay, just, just go there lay. Lay down. I will illustrate that for you. For you to get a better answer. Lay, lay right there. Let, uh, let, let, get close to the water. Right here. Because there, he was close to the tank. Let, let's get close to the water. Yes, right there. Lay down. You're a union guy. In 15 minutes, you're going to take a break. But you just <laughs> lay, lay down there. Okay. He was laid there. See, he's sleeping. Like that. And the Jesus come to him and said, Do you want to get well? And what's his answer? He said, I can't. Jesus said, Okay, I, I, I asked that question. You answer, I can't. And I'm leaving. I'm out. No. Jesus just took it up on him. Because when Jesus said, do you want to get well? 
What's the answer should be? Yes or not? And it's a simple question. Jesus said, I'm going to give true and false question. You come here with me with essay. It's a simple question. But Jesus went there. You want to get well? I can't. And Jesus, let me tell you if this could happen. Jesus could, right there, say, I know you cannot get well. And I didn't ask you if you want to. If you could, because if you could get well, you not be here in the first place. But uh, right, what's happening here is, is not just you are paralyzed. Your thinking is paralyzed. Your language is paralyzed. Your dreams are paralyzed. Your vision is paralyzed. And I don't know if I'm the only one here. I'm glad. Because what Jesus did... When he answered that question, that he, he said, I can't, Jesus is there in the Bible. Do, do your uh, due diligence in the study. Jesus bypassed his answer and stuck right there. I, I, I'm glad when Jesus bypassed my answers. That uh, I, I, I'm, maybe I'm the only one here. I'm glad when the Lord bypassed all my foolish answers and say no but I'm going to stay here because I want to bless you I want my purpose and my destiny for your life and I'll stick with you praise God praise the Lord God, he, he bypassed our, our answers and then Michael after today when we're going to get the point that you stand up right now now Prophetic is going to happen in your life and in my life. All this paralysis that you suffering, our church suffering, is going to come out. Your family is not going to be paralyzed anymore. Your thinking is not going to be paralyzed anymore. Because when he said that I can do it, and Jesus said yes. This just just me looking at if Jesus could have a conversation with him. Didn't have any conversation, but if Jesus could have a conversation. I know you can do it. Because see, why you don't, don't wake up or stand up? Because it's all about you. That you saying that you can do. It's not about you. It's, about, it's not about you. It's about my power. It's about my grace. It's about my anointing. It's not about you. If you stop to think it's about you, that you're going to stand up. So every time. It's not about you or me. It's about His grace and His power. It's how it was about His purpose in your life. But okay, Mike. Let's do that. Jesus said, stand up. Yes. He stood up. 30, 38 years. The man could stand up. But let me tell you. Now you go if you, all the, 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 the studies, the, the scholars right here we have in the church. Go and do your Greek. When he said, stand up, he's not a, just a recommending the man to stand up. Or he's not a saying like, if you can't, just stand up. No. This is the same word that he did for Joshua uh, uh, when he said that, that I command you. When he told Ezekiel, stand up and I always speak with you. In Acts chapter 2 verse 14, when Peter stood up and he, God used Peter. 
So here right now, he's not a just suggestion for him to stand up. He's commanding him. Stand up. And he stood up. You and I need to command our destiny, our problem. Go away. We need to command the devil. Go away. We need to command the sickness. Go away. The diabetes, the cancer, the other. The, go away. We need to command there because we have the power that Jesus gave to you and to me. We have. We need to command, not just suggest the, the cancer. Can you leave my body? No, leave my body in Jesus' name. Can you leave my diabetes? No, leave in my Jesus' name, my body. You need, you and I need to command. And then, step number two. I have just three steps, okay? You, I'm almost done. Step number two. He said, pick up your mat. Again, his command, he, he did not say, gonna, did he say, could you get your mat? No, he said, pick up your mat. Why? He, a lot of people read this, they probably going to know, well, Jesus told you pick up, pick up his mat because Jesus is OCD. Jesus won everything in, in order. No! <laughs> he said, Pick up your mat. Because if he leaves the mat there, it's going to be that expectation that one day he can come back to the place that he was before. That's why Jesus said, pick up your mat. Don't leave there. Because if you leave there, one day you're going to come back in the same place you was before. That's for you and I. We cannot leave the place that we are there. With all grumping and, 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 and no, I don't want Jesus anymore. I don't want a church anymore. We, you got to leave that place. Now you are redeemed by the, the blood of Jesus. And then he stood up. He picked up his mat. And then now his walk. Start walking, Mark. His walk with his mat. Jesus didn't say, Leave the mat there and walk. No. Now he's walking with his testimony. Stop to hide your mat. Stop to hide your testimony. On, on Wednesday, Wednesday night, this church should be the same amount that we have here in Sunday. We should have here on Wednesday night. So, so why? Because we cannot hide your, our testimony. On Wednesday is, is a day that uh, we pray and uh, we sing, we dance, and we give our testimony. And then you can give it here on Sunday too. Don't, walk, don't hide your man. Walk. Keep walking, Mark. Okay, stop right there. I know all the ladies. You have anointing to shopping. Oh, husband, you agree with me? The South Side, South Side, Bank of America, Capital One, Austin Bank, they bear witness about that. Credit Union. Yes. The, the ladies have a... Sometimes we go in the mall, and I go in the, in the park. I leave Doris there. She goes. Has a good husband. I say, I'll be back. And go, then the park go, take five minutes nap, and I start to walk. <clears throat> that in the mall, the door doesn't have a, what's that? 
it's open automatic. Okay? Automatic. When I see the door, I, I walk like this. When I see the door, because the door is closed, doesn't mean that I need to stop. I, 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 the door doesn't determine my pace because the door is closed. Because I know when the, the sensor is going to read me, the door is going to open. don't have another choice to open my favor. What I want to tell you, you got to walk. You got to keep walking faith. Because the door God has for you, Probably you can see it's closed. But when you get a close to the door, the sensor is going to read that you're close to the door. The door is not going to have another choice to open your favor and give the blessing that you waiting what God has for you. Walk by faith, not by side what that door is closed. That's why that man was paralyzed. He couldn't see. Put your, put your hand right here. Put your hand here. This is la cabeza. Say cabeza. Say cabeza. This is what paralyzes you. Your thinking. The, the enemy is working right here. He want to paralyze you. He stood up. Pick up his mat, and he is walking. May I have the band here back? See, I'm fast. I'm done. But today, and this prophetic word for you, depend on you, okay? Depend on you. If you receive, retain, you apply. Depend on you. You get to walk by faith, not by sight. This church has to change the path that we are going. We are going good direction. But God has a more things for us than just get stuck here on Sunday. God had more for us. God have the visitation ministry to do in this church. If you, when you read there, you say, well, I want to be part of this visitation means. What does that visitation mean? I'm going to somebody's house and eat? No. You're going to get your Bible, your husband and wife. You're going to pray for somebody home. You're going to visit them. When you look beside, you see, oh, I don't see that, 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 that lady here in the church today. So, Monday, you call her. Today, you call her. Say, hey, I'm get there. What time are you going to be in the house? 6.30. Okay, 6.45. I'll be there. Don't worry about nothing. The food and supper. I'm just going to go there to pray for you. It's a visitation ministry. If, we, if you want to do this, you come to the pastor. Say, pastor, I want to be a leader of the visitation ministry. We need to visit more people. So that's going to fulfill Pastor Olta and, and, and Sister Pauline's dream and vision. Oh, I wanna, I wanna do outreach ministry. We have the 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 manor house. So as they're giving the food right there, you can be here on on the walkways praying for people. So we have this. But if you get, you wanna get involved, you just talk with Sister John. Oh, we wanna do the 
this one of my dream, and I have been praying to have our school of ministry here in the Lord's house, to prepare more pastors, prepare more missionaries, and send them to preach the gospel. But how are we going to have a school if we don't have a student? If we start to say, okay, we're going to have the Lord's Health Missionary Training School. If you guys are not interested to, to do that school, why are you going to have a school? But a lot of people say, well, you, you, you don't have to study uh, to, 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 to preach the gospel. Because uh, when you open your mouth, the Holy Spirit is going to uh, talk with you. Yeah, I, I know that. It's not about the, the diploma. It's about your anointing. But when you open the mouth, you got to have something to say. Because if you just do like this, the Holy Spirit is not going to talk. He's going to use you. So if we open this, we need students. We need teachers. And I know it is coming. We will have it. My dream is one day we have the list right there. In the back. And say, look, in such and such date, we're going to start the school. So if you want to, if you're interested, put your name there. I want to see. Well, we, I told Pastor Samuel, we're going to start just with one sheet. And put it there. If we fill it up, we, we put it more. But uh, it's coming. Proud for 2020. It's coming. And then, we're going to sing. We're going to get crazy a little bit. But, okay, let, let, let's stand up. We are, are going to practice with you this. We're going to do these three steps. Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk, okay? First, stand up. Let, let's try. Do that squat. Okay. Do that. If you paralyze, I'm sorry about that, but do, do that. Stay there a little bit. Stay there a little bit. It, it's fun to be here. Can you hold it? Stay there, stay there. And then we're going to do a stand up. A lot of people is going to do like very bougie. But I can't do that. But a lot of people is going to say to the devil, Get out of me, I will stand up. And then you're going to pick up your mat. And then you're going to walk. This. I have to do this in my house. I have to do that in my bedroom. I have to do that in my office. To get that prophetic word in my life. And I did. And I was in the shower. I left the shower all wet. And I come back inside the shower. And I want to do this again today. Because when we get this. You're going to get healed by the, that paralyzed. Do you know what we, we had this last? Brother George can tell you what paralyzed means. <laughs> he can tell you. We just tell by our mouth. But he can tell you because he lived on that paralysis for a while. Until he spoke to that paralysis. Go away. And today he is here. He can walk. He can talk. He can raise your hand, his hand. When we have the, the worship time, he's the first one is here. Why? Because he commands that paralysis. 
Get out of me. That's why we need to do. If you paralyze in your love, if you paralyze with the friendship, if you paralyze in your finance, you need to say, get out of me. If you see the doors closed, keep walking because that door's going to open your favor. Doors doesn't have any choice to open in your favor because that's what God said for you and me. A lot of relationship, husband and wife, is a paralyzed. All the time I say that. They have the two type of kisses. Today is the kiss of the fish kiss. That kiss when you say, okay, I'm, I go to work. Is a fish kiss. But when they met, they have the hippopotamus kiss that they open their mouth. That kiss got paralyzed. When I go to say bye to my wife and she comes like this. I said, <laughs> I don't like fish kiss. You better give me the hippopotamus kiss. Hey, husband, today you got to do that. Not here in the church. The relationship is paralyzed. Paralyzed that you can sit with your wife and have a nice conversation. You can sit with her and take her to a date. We need to break this today. This paralysis. Okay? Let's put the devil down. Under our feet. And let's do this. I don't know what they're going to say. They're going to say win first, right? If you received, if you retained, and if you apply, you're going to leave that paralysis right now. And you're going to walk with us.